Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson, and we have made it back to the United States. Hello, Matt. My young Hapoon. I have no idea what you're saying because I did not Good study. Good afternoon. Okay. All right. First off, for those of you listening, I want to point out that Mr. Fancy Pants Watson here has done, <laughs> has done a lot of things, and a lot of you might be tuning into this episode. I do have a little bit of bad news. We had to postpone the international speaking bee. I think you gave up. I just, there may be a little strategy here. I, I think you gave up, or at least you're trying to make me think you gave up, so I stopped practicing. Okay, well, first off, that is not true, because I heard you speaking really bad Filipino dialects to pretty much anybody and oh, everybody, maybe even yourself practice. on the plane. Practice. Yeah, okay. Okay, you're talking about practice? Practice. Okay, I did not practice. Um, I might even just concede. I think you already did. Why? I even bought a shirt that had... Yeah, the words you know all what, over man. it. Speaking of shirts, uh, you're wearing a rather interesting one today. It's got a cat vomiting a rainbow. I want to commend you on your style today, Matt. I'm just trying to level up. So no doubt. So hey, man, we're back. Um, we got a little uh, little uh, ill on the way out the door there, didn't we? Yeah, we got some kind of cold. I know. I still have it. I, I got a little bit of it, even though. It- it wasn't cold in Cebu. Can oh, you get a cold when it's not cold? I don't know, but I came back and I, I it's crazy. Like I slept 22 hours between the common cold and the jet lag I had apparently. Uh, so I came home, I greeted my family, I laid down and I woke up a day later. And I think it's just because you're getting old. Yeah, well, I got a lot of old people problems. But why it was you your birthday last week too. Yeah, I definitely did get older on paper. It's the first time you ever celebrated your birthday out of the country? It's a like one of the only times I've really even been out of the country. So yes. All right. And is that true? Maybe. I don't know. You want to know an interesting fact on my 20, where I spent my 21st birthday at the cowgirl hall of fame in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It is actually a bar, not a place. <laughs> a great impact. Of the day. Yes. Anyway, we're talking about birthdays, man. Um, so Hey, first trip to the Philippines. It was my second. Let's talk about that, man. I think that uh, I think that it was interesting. Uh, first off, the f- trip back, despite the illness, wasn't so bad. I felt like it went pretty quick, but it is a long trip, is it not? Yeah, I think. What is it? Twenty five or twenty six hours, airport to airport, or twenty five or twenty six thousand hours, yeah, and what it just, feels like. You know, I think for now on, unless you can't watch four or five movies on a flight, it's not a very long flight. So you're saying that it's not a 13-hour flight. You know, I will say that that is – how did people do it 20 years ago before they had the – the they just had like one screen that came down and you yeah. were stuck watching one movie and it had to be PG. Yeah, I was actually so amazed you, that some of the movies on the plane that we got to watch had like nudity and stuff in them. Well, kind of. They cropped it out. No, I watched uh, like Knocked Up and like – something else or whatever you saw boobs yeah i was really wow. surprised because i was you know i was sitting next to you and you didn't even give me the courtesy of letting me know i, I actually did once you did was yeah. i asleep no interesting but no that you know i i will say that um you know the monitor in the back of the uh 
of the seat in front of you. And, and, you know, they're actually give you like good movies, yeah. like current movies, there like things movies. that like either in the theater or just came out. I watched Black Panther. I did. I watched it too. I thought it was okay. You were um, sleeping through most of it, by the well, way. Well, I woke up and because I had so much extra time, I just watched the parts that I missed. <laughs> I watched a couple weird documentaries. I watched Red Reds, was it Red Swallow? Sparrow. Red Sparrow, Red Swallow. Yeah, they did edit a lot of stuff out of that. Yeah, and, and some other stuff too. But yeah, that kind of makes the time go by. Um, you know how I, and I'm going to sound totally bougie, but how do people do it in the regular economy? I, I don't. We were just in premium economy with a little extra room, but I don't think I could have survived in coach. Too tall. Well, when one of our flights, your knees were hitting the back of the seat. Those were on Anyways. the Philippines Air flights. Those, yeah. And those aren't fair to people like me. You have tall people problems. Did you see anybody taller than me in Cebu? Uh, maybe one or two people. Rare. But that's it. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I was, saw a lot of people. I'm, I'm only like 5'10", 5'11", and I was tall. You know what's really funny? And for those of you that aren't friends with Matt Watson on Facebook, he was like, oh, my God, I'm at the mall, and I feel really tall. It's amazing. How did that yeah, go? Yeah, I, I posted on there. I stood out like a sore thumb because I was tall, I was American, and I was wearing gold shoes. True. True and true. Well, anyway, rather than reverse engineering our trip, let's talk about we, we got there. Um, what was that? We, we had a uh, six-hour delay in Japan. Ooh, we already talked about that on the show, but that was no fun. Um, definitely uh, not a lot of efficiency in some of these airports, which was a little annoying after a huge flight. No. Now, that being said, so I so think we, the, you know, the biggest thing I noticed um, in Japan, in the uh, airport, we were in Nagoya, which, by the way, there is a Toyota Japan, which I didn't know, which is interesting. Um, yeah, like a little uh, actual city. There's a city called yeah. Toyota, yeah. But um, nobody spoke English in the Japan airport. I mean, very, very little. Like You, you know where they do speak English? In the Philippines. Correct. I mean, we, we got off that airplane and... It's like night and day. You, I didn't talk to a single person that, that didn't understand English. So, you know, we, we kind of updated the listeners on a few things. We, we learned to speak some Filipino, um, which I will say that I have predominantly forgot all of it. Um, but overall, like, what was your assessment of the trip? Like, how, how did it go for you? Like what, now that it's over and we're back, we slept, we're back at work. We're here in the studio. And by the way, everybody, thank you for your patience with the echoey kind of crappy recordings. We were doing the best we could, but you know, we don't have the amazing facilities like we do here in the startup hustle studios. This is not amazing either. Oh, come on, Matt. This is cutting edge. Cutting edge Sting called me today. He wanted to use the studio. I told him, I said, sorry. I said, as much as I'd like to let you record here, uh, we're doing a show today. So you have to call me back. Tomorrow. I, mean, I think the biggest takeaway is just um, how amazing the the people in general are. You know, yeah. the the Cebuano, um and, and the people that, that live there in Cebu um, and the employees that we hired. I mean, we, we really have an incredible like 40 people or whatever that we've hired there it's, it's pretty incredible we're still we're playing the over under game we are still at 45 um and that is just because i needed to take a break from hiring people and buying laptops <laughs> i helped do some of that when i was there i want to thank you for taking that process online one less thing for me to do but okay so you know, I happen to know for a fact you were really happy with the folks that we hired it was your first chance to meet them like over and above, like if if a C grade was what you were expecting, what what where did you end up with? Well, I think there were several people that are definitely uh, solid A's. There's a few people that 
you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, and see you know, yeah. TBD. I mean, some of the people have only worked for a week, you sure. know, a couple of weeks. So, but yeah, some of them absolutely were just rock stars from the first time you met them. It's just pretty incredible. You know, it was a pluses across the board is the attitude, the willingness. Absolutely. And just like, I mean, it's amazing. Like the thing that I just think was awesome is, you know, some of these folks, they've been in our office for days. And by the time we were done, like we're talking like day four or day five, it's like, it was just like they, they had been working together for like 20 years. They were like having fun. They're, they're making jokes, you know, they're eating pizza and hanging out. Um, threw me a birthday party. That was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. We um, took everybody out to dinner on Friday. Yeah, night. Oh man. That, you know what? That was fun. It was um, like 70 people there. Yeah. Something. I think we had in that ballpark. Um, I don't know. It was a lot. And you know, you know how much it costs to take 70 people out to dinner and buy them all drinks. Was it $1,500? 1600 bucks. Where can we do that here? That's tough. And, Nowhere. You know, that was the room. And that was a really, really that was the nice place. Yeah, it was. There. It was I good. Mean, yeah. Did you eat balut? No. I saw another guy eat it. Does that count? It, was it as gross? Like, I haven't seen it yet. Like, it still terrifies me. It kind of looked tasty. Oh, man. <laughs> I just don't know if I can ever do that. It's just really gross. Um, by the way, um, Riley, thank you. Uh, you won some free books. You made some funny comments about Balut on the Startup Hustle Facebook chat. Uh, for the rest of you guys, come on. I mean, literally giving away free books. All you had to do is come give me one reason why Matt Watson should eat Baloo. By the way, Riley pointed out that we should do a Rochambeau to see who eats Baloo, which meant that I had a 95% chance of winning. So, yeah. So I would have nothing to lose. Well, I think we should make the announcement. Matt Watson has been forever banned from playing Rochambeau. He, he, he tried to cheat. He tried to like, I don't even know what happened, Matt. You're just not, Matt. You're, you're good at so many other things. I want you to just focus on what you're good at. We talk about kind of staying in your lane, focusing on what you're good at. That's not it. So I'm going to let you retire. We're going to find a new game. Okay. All right. It could have been the speaking bee where you were going to absolutely demolish me. I have no, I'm figuring out some ways. Like I'm going to probably hire a proxy or can I have a guided development team member stand in for me? Do we have rules here? No, you cannot let somebody else go for you can i have a weird earpiece that like one of the professors like kind of chimes in and tells me what's up no because i already did that oh that's how you were doing <laughs> what you were doing i see um no you know honestly i was actually pretty impressed you you seem to take to savano quite well so you know we you know this long trip back it went pretty fast but um you know, I felt a lot better. I, I think, you know, I kind of accidentally did a science experiment on myself. And I, on the way there, I, I think I drank about a swimming pool's worth of water. Is that fair to say? It was a lot of water. I did not do that on the way back and then the trip wrecked me. So okay. it could have been that I was, wasn't feeling well. I mean, my voice is just now coming back. I've been coughing for like three days. Yeah, your voice is still a little off. I mean, it's sexy. It's just, it's what it is. You, right? have, you have a face for radio a face. and a wait, voice on, not look, for radio wait, today. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Everyone, all, women kept yelling at me and telling me I was handsome when I was there. Like, no, that was, that wasn't what they meant. No. Okay. Well, so, you know, there's a few things that, that I, um, it's a second trip back to Cebu for me. And, and, you know, I'm starting to notice a few things and, you know, just like, on a real, like I'm, you know, keeping it real kind of thing here and talking about serious stuff. I think one of the things I'm really kind of noticing is like uh, socially and economically, there seems to be a pretty big divide between the haves and the have nots in, in Cebu. Yeah. Like there's a whole class of people that seem to be 
you know, doing well. And I'm assuming they have jobs similar to the people that work in our office and that some of them aren't going there. And I'm just like, like I said, like, I don't really like that because there's a lot of people that aren't really living that great there. Right. Um, you know, you well, definitely the, kind of notice a lot of like homeless people and just kind of odd things going on. Um, you know, but there seems to be like the malls we went to, like I, I, there, I don't go to malls like that. They're, like, they're beautiful. The mall, yeah. The, the, I went to two of the malls and they were both nicer than the malls we have. Here. Oh yeah. Like nice out, you know, and then the stores. Um, oh yeah. You got to go shoe shopping with me. Oh now. God. How was that? Well, you are a, um, wealth of knowledge about shoes. Um, you're quite the sneakerhead, and you were telling me all sorts of things I didn't, I didn't know. Um, and I had to drag you out of the shoe stores. Well, no, you really didn't because big people problems took over. Oh, that's right. It was really funny. I finally like, so, you know, for those of you that aren't aware, I have a bit of a sneaker problem. Um, I just like, you know, I like shoes. I, I know a lot about them. We're in the Adidas store with Matt and he's like, I just want some ultra boost. I'm like, let me show you the six different kinds. Like I taught a few things to the people at the sneaker shop who were also admiring my Yeezys. That's right. They really were. Um, but that being said, I finally at one of the stores, I said, you know what? I want these. Do you have them in a 13? They said, I'm sorry, we don't have any shoes over the size of 12. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I gave up. That I guess in, in Asia, you know, no <sighs> 13s for you. That, you know, it was uh, pretty amazing. Um, you know, that, there's not that, a lot of Bigfoots in the. I know it was really Asia. disappointing. Like, I, you know, I at one point I said, you know, this is a tropical paradise. Maybe I could live here, but if I can't buy shoes, then I, I don't <laughs> think I can be comfortable. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that was interesting. Um, we did manage to find some interesting things for our wives and children, um, mainly in the Japan airport. Yeah, weird food. And cats that wave based on solar power. Yeah. Evidently, there's a Asian store here in town somewhere that sells that stuff too. So you, you, uh, I pointed out the sampler of you know. Here's the thing. So we're in the Japanese airport, and we're not kidding. Like everything in the Philippines is so user friendly for Americans. Everything is written in English. Like they really did send our company paperwork, and it was written in English. Yeah. And then you go to Japan. And every, like, you look at a package on something, like, there's not a picture of what it is. Everything's written in Japan, Japanese. And then somewhere in, like, four-point font, it'll say, like, gummy bears. Yeah, maybe maybe if you're lucky. If you're lucky, a couple you can even words. find it. Yeah. So you're buying these, like, you're looking at these really weird things. What was that stuff we saw that was 750 bucks? a dried sea, sea cucumber? Maybe. I don't know. It was weird. But 750 bucks for a little bag of it? I don't know like, what, good what the heck that was. We we bought some candy called Milkies, and it, they just taste like milk. Weird. They're like little things, like little pieces of hard candy. I, I, I bought Kit Kats that were flavored like cantaloupe. Yep. They were pretty good. The strawberry ones. Yeah, I was too. happy with where the stra- they were. Yeah. You know, never seen those before. But you bought the sampler pack of weird yes. Japanese shit. It was like, <laughs> I don't even know what was in there. Well, like, I... I think what I'm going to do is bring that to work next week and uh, challenge everybody to try something. To try because I, none of us will have a there single is some idea. Really of what weird is. stuff. Like I don't. What was that stuff that I picked up? It looked like dried eels or like. I was like, man, you should weird really fish. get some of this. Yeah. Yeah. Now there was some dude in front of me at the store that was buying just armfuls of like weird candy. So I actually brought my wife something. It was a uh, strawberry truffles. Now, of course, being the thoughtful husband that I am, I brought them to her in the middle of the Beachbody 21-day fix. <laughs> so uh, there's nothing greater than someone bringing you really great candy that you can't eat. Um, yeah, that was – I didn't really think that one out. Um, 
once again, my, my kid, my daughter stocking up. She's going to be like, she's got so much Hello Kitty stuff. Great little Hello what is it? What's up with Hello Kitty? Actually, actually, I know. I watched a documentary on Hello Kitty recently. I don't know anything about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I mean, there's a, a Netflix thing. It's called The Toys We Grew Up With or something like that. And it's kind of cool for us old people like me. Like, I had the original Transformers and, like, kind of learning the story behind some of these toys and, the, you know, the things some of these companies did well and some of them didn't. It's just interesting. But they have one on Hello Kitty, and it's just like, I mean, it's everywhere in Japan. It's, like, everywhere. Yeah, I don't I It's don't not know even, anything. like, a complex character. It's, like, no. a stencil. But, man, they are marking some shit up with Hello Kitty on it. So... So you're I, buying it. I do. I don't even when I'm in, I don't have even no idea how much I'm spending. Like I got <laughs> it. Yeah. I had no idea that that could have cost like $10,000 and I didn't know nah, like, yeah. I should check my yeah. credit card receipts. So, um, saw some other interesting stuff in the Japanese airport. Um, that, Oh, Japanese porn. Yep. Japanese. How porn. weird was that? Uh, well, they'll I show was... the girl completely naked, but they blur out the dude parts. Like, yes. It just seems kind of like, I well, mean, I was I was looking through the comic books because I was thinking I'd try and find some interesting comic book <laughs> to take home. And so then, you're looking for comic books, yeah, and, and then, open up Japanese. Well, porn. then they had Asian porn comic books. It's like they're it's they're cartoon porn, like yeah, sure, uh, whatever that's called. Hentai, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. So there's not that I would that. know from experience. And then you know the next shelf down is like human porn. <laughs> human porn. <laughs> You mean real? Okay. Normal porn. <laughs> um, so, you know yeah, what? Yeah, that was weird. Let's talk about some other weird stuff, like the creeper It was factor. in the mall. I mean, that was what, in the weird. What about the creeper factor, there was man? Porn like, in the mall. How about some of these people we met on the way over and the way back? Can we talk about Garrett? <sighs> I want to wish him the best of luck. So, on the way... He, he was a great guy. On the way I'm there... I'm glad he found what he was looking for. On the way there, there was about five guys going with us, American guys. Yep. They were all going over there to meet a girl. Yes. They had met online. Or Most something. of them are weird. The one guy we saw on the way back was not. He was just a kind of a legit guy. Yeah, he was. A love connection. But some of the other guys on the way over were weird. One of them had a wife there, and he yeah. was just going to see his wife. Which is also weird. Yeah. Because, what I mean, that's kind of a long way away. Yeah, for 10 years they've been married that way. Oh, man. I, so a an American 3 is like a Filipino 9 for men <laughs> or something. Because these were not... Um, you know, I'm not really into dudes, but I didn't. I don't have to be to say these weren't really the. the None of them looked the like best. Justin Timberlake. They, they were not America's best. They were not Justin Timberlakes. Yeah, and just kind of like weird, creepy comments, and you know, like I don't know, but but yeah, but we ran into one really cool guy that had a very interesting story, and you know, Garrett, if you managed to find this. You know, we're happy to see that you found what you're looking for, but we're going to tell, we're going to tell your story anyway. I won't mention your last name, but we think you're awesome because, you know, we saw you were very excited. You're going to meet someone. It didn't work out and met someone else and got engaged. Yeah. I think he said there was some girl he'd been talking to for months and he was going to go meet her. I'm going to encourage you to talk to the one that you're engaged to for months before you finally pull the trigger. <laughs> but, but yeah, he seemed happy and yeah. he was excited about it. He you found know what, some man? other hey, girl and hey, proposed. You know what? Whatever works for you, man. If it, if you're happy, uh, we're happy. But we thought that that was interesting. And you know what? Like, give us a call because uh, you're a computer programmer and uh, yeah. we need some people that he's, speak English in Cebu any day of the week. He's thinking about moving moving to Cebu. So. I mean, we all are. Let's be realistic. I mean, um, you're right. You know, so I, I, I keep saying that it's always sunny in Cebu City. It's actually always sweaty. Yes. I think Cebu that is City. more like, appropriate. I mean, my At God. At two in the morning, That was it's the one thing I really noticed when I got back. I was just so ready to, like, take a shower and stop sweating. 
Like, I mean, that's real. That's a real thing. And you know what's nuts is everybody there is like wearing pants. And like, you see some people are wearing pants and long sleeves. And I'm just sitting thinking like, are you insane? Just must be because they're just used to it. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I But you had fun, right? Yeah, a lot of fun and definitely enjoyed the mangoes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's actually a great point. Like, I always thought mangoes and fruit were fresh. And then I went to Cebu and I ate it and I realized, like, I my whole life is a lie. It's like when, when I went to, to Hawaii. Like, when yeah. I was in Hawaii, it was that way. Like, you have fresh coconuts and pineapples and stuff. And If you guys want to picture us, Matt and I, Saturday morning after the company dinner, where we had a few drinks and hung out with our employees and we're shaking it off a little bit the next morning. We're just sitting there drinking fruit shake after fruit shake by the, <laughs> by the pool. pool. Like, the guy's like finished. I'm like, I'll have another one. He's like with rum or no, I just want, I just want pineapples and mango. Um, I learned the difference between a mango and a green mango. Oh yeah, that's right. And I'm a green mango guy. I like both. Which both what did what did our waitress say? Does that make that makes me a Korean businessman yeah. or something? Like they, I thought that was <laughs> an Koreans, interesting comment. Yeah, yeah, I think she said the Koreans usually like the green. So mangoes. a green mango is a mango that's not quite ripe, and that gives it a tart kind of uh, kick. And I like sour stuff, so yeah. that was good. And then the mango is the fully ripened version, which is a little more smooth. Like I don't know. Seems like the mangoes we eat here in the states are um, kind of hard. Yeah, and the ones there, like you could have. Ate them with a spoon. I'm not eating like they fruit were, here anymore. They were like smooth as butter. It. It ruined it for <laughs> me. I mean, I, I just like, I could probably just like lay on my back in the tropical garden just outside the hotel and just eat mangoes. All day. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like a real thing. Like, I, I could see myself doing that for a lengthy amount of time. Um, mangoes and balut. Yeah, no, no, no balut. Um, it rained a lot. It did. It did not rain. I, we captured that on the last podcast. Oh my, I really, and it, really kind of stinks that we can't show like we it rained every day we were there it rained so much that like one of our employees couldn't get to work because i got we get trapped in the hotel yeah um that was kind of interesting um but you know that first time i went it didn't it didn't rain i feel like it was like in forrest gump when he's like and and one day it started raining and it didn't stop for six months i can see how i don't think that helps the humidity no everything else um Best value in Cebu, our hotel, $20 massage, walk right in, just professional massage, something that would be like 125 bucks here, 20 bucks. Um, that was a great deal. Hotel had great food. Yeah. And I, didn't, and I didn't almost get eaten by my meal that I thought was dead. <laughs> that was for, the, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. I took our employees out to lunch the first trip I was there and the, I thought the fish that we're eating was dead and then it tried to bite me. And I was like, Oh my God, that's kind of nuts. But yeah, overall, um, interesting. What else, anything else stand out? <sighs> oh yeah, man. Why, why in Asia do they have Colt 45 in a can? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that like a real thing? Like, and by the time the airplane cart had made it to me, not only did I see it, someone had already like opened one. And can I have the whole can? <laughs> you saw one, the lady gave me the whole yeah. can once and yeah. I was just, Oh my God, I wanted to jump up and hug her. Well, I think the other thing we need to talk about is just, um, all the cool services we're providing. I mean, yeah. And that's talking that... to our, um, employees over there that are doing some great work and great, interesting <clears throat> projects for right? companies from all over the place. Right? right. And we've got somebody this week coming from Silicon Valley to meet with us that wants to hire us to help. How about work. that, man? It's How about cool. that? People from Silicon Valley are coming yeah. to lowly Kansas yeah. to meet with Matt and Matt 
to try to find some yeah. development Yeah, you're talking solutions. to people from Canada? Yeah, by the way, yeah. uh, Luke, thanks for reaching out, buddy. It's uh, always good to hear from a listener. Um, you know, he emailed me, and I'm not going to get too far into it, but, you know, I appreciate it. And I actually talked to him for a little bit yesterday, and the very first thing I said is thanks for the support. Yeah. Um, you know, we, well, I was. I always uh, congratulate or apologize to people that have made it through all the episodes, whichever <laughs> works. But, but yeah, and, you know, he reached out because we've been talking about what we're doing over there. And, you know, like for those of you that have me keeping up our new business, Full Scale, um, my God, have I not. I, all right. Look, I have not ever been a part of a business that has grown this fast of you. No. I mean, in what, a couple months, 45 people like, geez, I had to stop. I had to like put the brakes on. That's why we have a short waiting list right now. Because I got to make sure we're doing this right, like, yeah. and you know, and that's really important to us. Um, well, it's it's important to us to have kind of world class, uh, you know, employees, but also working conditions, their benefits, yep. their yep. equipment, yep. everything. Right. Well, we had so. to make a few slight adjustments there because you know we got a lot of people coming in, and you know, like, and that's one of the things with rapid growth, and we've talked about that before. Is you know, if you're not if you're not kind of picky about that stuff, it can kind of get away from you. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that you have the proper kind of work culture. And you know, we we've hired like so we had 1,200 people apply in that ballpark. They're still applying. I'm still getting applications. I haven't even responded to anything in a couple of weeks. But you know, we really did hire the best people. So now we have some some teams we can build around. But you know, what does full scale do? Like, and, and I'll answer my own question. If your business is growing, especially if you're in North America, you have a very difficult time finding the kind of help that you need. And, and let's define help. That could be programmers, testers, creative services, UI, UX, like a whole lot of different stuff. And, and why is that a problem? And Matt, why is that a problem? Developers are expensive. They're hard to find. The schools don't you know, graduate. And we have about a There's... million open jobs that people can't fill. Yeah. It's, it's, it has not, this has nothing to do with us. Not we, want, we don't want to take, we're not trying to take jobs somewhere else. Like they're just literally not people to do the jobs. Just the businesses, I mean, just talking about Kansas city. I mean, like my business, my business will not succeed if I don't have the developers and the talent that I need. I and the result of that is, is it stifles our economic growth. Yeah. Our business can't grow. And then the problem is, is that has a really weird trickle down effect. Cause if your business can't grow, you can't continue to afford to have all the people that are here. Yeah. Right. So it can be pretty delicate. And then, you know, the crazy thing is, is we have 1200 people applying for 40 jobs right. somewhere yeah. else. And, you know, we've got, there's people looking for work. We've got these amazing facilities. You know, uh, you know what I did today is on fullscale.io, I posted some videos. I did a, an office tour. Yeah. Um, I did that. And I also, uh, you know, we found out one of our developers is quite the comedian. Yes. And that was, he funny. was making fun I'm, of me. I'm going to keep, well, I mean, he wasn't making fun of you. I, I put him on the spot and I said, say something funny and go check that out. It was, kind of interesting but you know really uh i'm i'm i can't believe the response that we've gotten to the business and you know matt and i are humbled um and excited at the same time we i like helping i like just being involved with different people Every, everybody has the same challenge it's everybody needs more software developers and either can't find them or can't afford them it almost it's seemed, a universal problem it almost seems baffling to some people they're like wait this is going to be way easier and a fraction of the cost what's the catch yeah the catch is you just need to do work. Yeah. Pay your invoice. That helps too. I mean, it, people just don't believe it. And and they don't believe it either when I tell them that my team in the, the Philippines works our hours. Yeah. So they, they work in the evenings there. 
And, yep. um, and so, I'm going to, I'm going to post a video later of the conversation you had with James, who we call the professor because he was a professor and, and he's a really impressive guy Yeah, like, he is. talking about, um, his background with artificial intelligence and machine learning and developing an algorithm that determined the roundness of pearls, which I didn't even know affects their price. Yep creating optical character recognition and training computers to recognize and predict stuff. And like, that's how I'm planning on winning the speaking bee, by the way, I've been working with professor James, <laughs> but you know, if you talk to him, you, I mean, it's uh, you know, uh, one of the guys that we have starting soon, we even joked, like if we found out he lived next door to us, we wouldn't know the difference. Right. You know, just oh like, yeah. Some of the people we meet, um, well, you would have thought they were our, just our new uh, Americans, our new director of operations yeah. over there. Um, Colleen, Colleen. And yeah. thank you, Colleen. We appreciate all your hard work. She's and, amazing. And when I talked to her husband, like I, I, his English is better than mine. And I, yeah, he didn't have any kind of accent or anything. Yeah. I was really impressed. Um, and you know, and I thought that was really cool to meet everyone's family and hopefully that, Absolutely. that made them realize that I am way nicer than you are. Oh no, we know that's not true. But, you know, the thing that I thought was cool is I like the excitement that everyone has about all the projects that they're working on. We have some blockchain technology. Mm -hmm. You know what? We're going to have that founder in here to talk about some real cool stuff they have coming out. We've got to wait a couple of weeks because I don't want to get the cart in front of the horse. Yeah. But um, And that's someone who's been utilizing our services. Actually, was our first, it was our beta client. That's right. And she's thrilled. She's really excited with what's going on, especially when her developers tell jokes about you. Yes. Well, it's like 10 the times butt of their joke. Matt, when the joke's about you, I find I it to be so much more funny. You know, one of, one of my favorite things uh, from the trip mm -hmm. was learning that the uh, University of Cebu is, are the, the webmasters. Web yeah, I told you that. Like, I thought that was funny. The, the University of Cebu, their mascot is the webmasters. Yeah. They, they've totally embraced the being the IT. I love it. I love it. You know, another thing that we have available, you don't even have to... Um, uh, you don't have to go uh, in super deep with the whole development team. Our creative services team is open for business. Um, all kinds of creative. Is that stuff. an official announcement? No, I mean not. No, no, because we have another one of those coming after after the Fourth of July. We've okay. been holding back. I, I, as I'm getting older, I'm learning to really appreciate the big reveal. No, just the the full scale uh, um, uh, creative team. Yeah, now we, we're we not going to we're not going to do a thirty dollar project for you. I'm going to just let that out. But if you um, we have a bunch of talented designers that are ready to go and like they're doing work, we're doing a lot of stuff um, and have some cool stuff coming out next uh, after next week. What are your plans for the fourth, buddy? To not lose any fingers. Goal number one. What kind of fireworks are you getting? And can I come? None. You're not getting any? No. Yeah, I, I'm a terrible parent. Then I took Dylan, my three year old, to go firework shopping last year, and I'm planning on doing it again this year. You know, that's a good idea because my wife is out of town this weekend. That would give me something to do with my boys. So I can take them firework shopping. What's while your it's a hundred degrees outside? What's your neighborhood's policy on open flames? Uh, not allowed. How about livestock? No. So no mini horse. No or roosters. No roosters. We heard there's enough rooster. We're getting an office rooster. <laughs> What were we going to name him, Ron Jeremy? <laughs> oh, God. What? It seemed appropriate. Yeah. Hey, at least I'm not, like, spitting out dirty acronyms. No. Nope. But I kept it clean, but not really. Well, Matt, you know what? I'm going to go. I got a lot of stuff to do. We got to get ready for these folks who are coming in from the Valley. I still think that's amazing. I um, thought all the best software developers in the world were in the Silicon Valley. No, they're apparently in our office in Cebu. That's right. Um, you know, another thing I've got a bunch of, 
And for those of you that have reached out about FullScale, you can always email me, Deco, D-E-C-O, at FullScale.io. Um, just like our man Luke did, he got a response right away. Um, I will respond, uh, even if it's just to say, no, but I doubt it. We want to hear what you have to say. We appreciate all the support. Um, it's humbling. Thank you for your continued interest, not only in the podcast, but what we're doing. Um, we continue to get great feedback. It happens both locally. Uh, do we mention the Russian guy that's learning how to speak English from the podcast? <laughs> well, I can't remember yeah. if we talked about that or not. Yeah, special hello to him if he's listening. Yeah, so. I, I, you know, honestly, man, I'm sorry. I'll know your name next time. So I'm going to learn to say something in Russian. We're going to bring Paul. <laughs> we're going to bring in Paul. We have a development team forming in Eastern Europe. So Paul, I'm going to get Paul to teach me how to say okay. Borscht. This beet soup or something like that. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky. Uh, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Trump. Thanks for electing our president. Salamat. Yeah. No, that means thank you. You we're thanking Salamat. you. Salamat. All right. What do you want to? You know what? I think I beat you that day, and some people don't agree. No, you need to say Patayako. I'm not dead. Isn't that what that was? It means like I'm screwed or I'm dead. Yeah, I get it. And I totally am when it comes to speaking. Anyway, man, I'm out. All right. See you, Ray. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.